Good morning and welcome to Mornings on Main Street for this Monday, the 1st of January, 2024. I'm your host, Stephanie Miller. Thanks for stopping by, though. If it's an early hour, we hope that you're still lounging around in bed or on the couch. We also hope that you had a fun New Year's Eve celebration. Coming up on today's show, we are revisiting our sit down with Tim Guiani. He's a freelance journalist and author of Pilgrims, Pickers, and Honky Tonk Heroes. He shares with us his time as a journalist and then the friends and connections that he made in Music City, our loved, beloved Nashville area. He has a lot of just fun stories for us this morning and we can't wait to share it with you. And of course, again, let you know where you can get that book, Pilgrims, Pickers, and Honky Tonk Heroes. Of course, being Monday, we have our Let's Eat segment for you with our food writer and columnist, Catherine Mayhew. And today, she's sharing with us Chang Hong, another wonderful restaurant in our Nashville area. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. We have so much coming up for you this morning. Stay with us. Beginning January 1, Delta Dental of Tennessee is introducing enhanced benefits for persons with intellectual and developmental disabilities. It'll include extra cleaning times for people with special needs, extra time for exams. More importantly, we will create a training program that any dentist office in the state can go online and pick that up. But Delta Dental, we believe that the quality of oral health care should be accessible and inclusive for all. This holiday season, the largest lantern festival in the country returns to Nashville Zoo. Witness more than 1,000 handcrafted Chinese lanterns featuring brand new designs, including towering mythical beasts, a life-sized Santa's workshop, and a 100-foot-long dragon. Welcome back to Zoo Illumination at Nashville Zoo. Bigger, brighter, and better than ever. Welcome back. We have a rather special interview today. We are talking with journalist, storyteller, teacher. Um, he is just a phenomenal individual with a book that just recently came out, Pilgrim's Pickers and Honky Tonk Heroes. We are talking with Tim Guiani today, and it is such an honor to talk with you. Tim, thank you so much for your time. Oh, Stephanie, thank you. It's, very, it's my pleasure. Thank you know, let's talk Oh, this is this is incredible because you have had a um, kind of a longtime love with Nashville and country music artists. But before we jump into that, I want to hear more about you and your background um, in journalism and how that got started, where that love came from. Well, actually, my love of journalism began when I was very small. My mother had been a newspaper woman in Chicago during World War II. And so she instilled the love of the word in me when I was very young. In fact, I can't think of a time where I either didn't want to be an author or a newspaper man. And my whole life, I planned on being, since being a newspaper man was the way, uh, way to newspaper person now, but newspaper man was the way that uh, you could really make your living as a writer. That's what I focused on. So that began when I was very young. And I worked in the, uh, of course, the school newspapers when I was growing up in the Chicago area. So I went to Iowa State University to study journalism. Uh, I traveled on around the country for a while after I graduated in 73, just doing odd jobs and just traveling, seeing things before I got tied, tied into work. After I got, got done traveling, 
I wanted to live someplace uh, near, at least if not in Nashville, then near Nashville. Uh, my parents were here and I liked the city so much. I went to, I worked, my first job as a newspaper writer was as a sports writer in uh, Clarksville, Tennessee. Uh, and I worked there, I was a sports writer, sports editor, assistant city editor. I kept on getting promoted where the last um, eight or so years I was there, I was there 14 years. I was the associate editor in charge of the daily product, of the news production of the newspaper, staying till it came off the press at two in the morning or so. But also I wrote a column, uh, a real, uh, it, was, it was just a slice of life column. Everybody has a story to tell. So is the, we're all the same, uh, mostly we're the same, uh, more the same than different. And we have the same, all the same hopes, fears, goals, ambitions. And uh, I wanted to show that by just talking to regular people. My whole career was devoted to doing that. I did a similar column. When I left Clarksville in 88, I went to the Nashville Banner. And I was at the Nashville Banner. Of course, it's long gone now, but I was there its last 10 years. There I was in a variety of roles, mostly. I was a state editor in charge of uh, government coverage and coverage of news, breaking news outside of Nashville. And then I was uh, entertainment editor there. And and then when the ten, when the banner folded in 98, uh, the Tennessean purchased or Gannett, the corporation purchased the banner and they folded the banner. And I did get hired there at the banner or the Tennessean rather as a night copy editor, uh, just to, as a job. Uh, we and, and I ended up, it wasn't very, very long before I was promoted to entertainment editor at the Tennessean. For most of my career at the Tennessean, I was the entertainment editor. So that's a quick, quick version of it. I tried, tried not to ramble too long. <laughs> No, I love hearing it. And I have to say, we may have a small connection here. I am actually, I live in Clarksville, Tennessee. And so this particular studio, that is where we are located, Clarksville. And I'm assuming you worked for the Leaf Chronicle? Yes, I worked for the Leaf Chronicle. It was the oldest paper in Tennessee. It was a very proud, very, very good paper. It was a very large newspaper, uh, a lot of sections, as, as big as the, as the, as any news as any Sunday newspaper that you'd find in the country in terms of the different sections. And it was, we won a lot of awards, not just because of me, we run a, won a lot of awards as basically the, the best newspaper in the Southeastern U S for some years, which is going up against all the big cities as well. So we were very good. I was very proud of my time there. Love Clarksville. I don't get up there very often, uh, but it's, it's a nice city. Uh, you chose a good place to live. Uh, I always liked it there. I, I, it wasn't that I wore out of Clarksville, just that I needed to move on and, 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 and move up in my career. Your first connection, your first uh, country music connection, that first article there in Nashville, who was that first one? Well, the, the very first one um, 
was actually this is the first story I wrote. I can't even remember. My um, now Bobby Bear is the first story in my book, and he was my first friend in in the music business. But my first connections to tell these stories actually came from I was uh, when I was in the entertainment editor at the at at, at the Banner, and my entertainment writers came in later than I did. I would come in at four thirty in the morning, but they worked night, so they didn't come in until later in the morning. And so if, if an obituary, if somebody died overnight, was in the entertainment business, I would try to get it because we had a paper that got out. It went out at 8.15 in the morning. Our first edition had to be off uh, out of the newsroom by 8.15 in the morning. So I was doing obituaries of, of entertainers. So my very first one, which is not in this book, the, inc the incident is in this book. I I um, it was like Floyd Kramer or Danny Davis, who were session players, also great entertainers. They 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 died. I got the obit, and I didn't know who to call because I was relatively new in entertainment coverage. I was a news guy, uh, but I I called Chad Atkins. I looked in the phone book, and Chad Atkins still in those days. Everybody was still in the phone book, and so I called the number and I talked to Chet, and. We began a long relationship. I, I talked to Chet to find out who to talk to about this person who had passed, and also uh, he gave me other yeah he, he gave me quotes, but he gave me other names and numbers of people to call, and that grew from there. I kept those names and numbers, uh, and then the, uh, anytime somebody would die in the entertainment business, uh, I, I would call. Chet would be my first call. He was a wonderful man. People may not know Chet anymore, but he was great guitar player and also he was a, the the boss at RCA here in Nashville and he was a great exec studio executive in addition to all of his other attributes and also a very very kind man but I would always start with Chet and then then in fact he told me finally he said you know one of these days my wife and I were joking Tim one of these days you're going to call and I won't answer because you're going to be calling about me and I'll be and, I, and I'll be deceased and so uh, they laughed about that. I, uh, uh, I, 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 I do have his, his wife, after Chet died, she gave me, he was a hand carver, a woodworker and wood carver by, by, by hobby. And he has a hand, had a hand carve, excuse me, a name plate on his desk on Music Row. And his wife gave me that, which I have in my office that he had carved. She said she, she knew I'd want something from Chet. And so he was my first real contact. Again, Stephanie was the the whole principle though went back to and doing these stories and meeting these people as time went on. It was the same principle that we're all we're all alike. Uh, we're, we're we're more the same than different, and, and same hopes, fears, and ambitions, which drove me to my real people type columns, slice life columns, and it be, it was it was also the way that. I befriended musicians. It's nothing artificial. It's just my belief in in in, in these in, in that fact that they're at the base of everything else. They may be great stars, but they're, they're human beings. And so I focused on the human on the humanity and and was able to befriend an awful lot of them over the years. And and it was a great pleasure. I, uh, it was it was an honor for me to know these people. So that's. Hope that answered that question. 
It did. It did. And in your book, Pilgrims, Pickers and Honky Tonk Heroes, you have stories from uh, George Jones, Earl Scruggs, Johnny Cash, Johnny and June Cash. What is looking at it? It's almost a way to keep who they are and the music that they put out alive. Would you say that? Yeah, it was. It is what I wanted to do. And I, this, this was yes, I wanted to keep remind people of who these people were too often. They've been overlooked anymore because the, the music has changed dramatically. The city has changed too dramatically. Uh, these people were being forgotten. And so I wanted to make sure that they weren't forgotten. Most of them are gone now. And I had a list of 30 some people eventually that I was calling each of them um, at least once every three weeks just to let them know that they still were important. That, that even though the, they were not part of the state of the industry then they weren't stars anymore. They were still very important to, to me and to other people. And that was the basis of all my writing about them. I got to go write, go visit with them. And all of these people, they became friends. I would go visit with them, either maybe for a story, but then I would stay, I would keep their notes and keep everything about them, and plus my observations. And, and I was able to... Uh, to try to illustrate who these people were. Most of these folks were big stars. Most of these folks are, are, remain important. Most of them are, are deceased now, but they shouldn't be forgotten. No more, no more than what Nashville, what Nashville was should be forgotten. Beginning January 1, Delta Dental of Tennessee is introducing enhanced benefits for persons with intellectual and developmental disabilities. It'll include extra cleaning times for people with special needs, extra time for exams. More importantly, we will create a training program that any dentist office in the state can go online and pick that up. At Delta Dental, we believe that the quality of oral health care should be accessible and inclusive for all. else that you would like to share that I may not have asked you that, you know, you think would be something that people could walk away with in, from this interview to know about Music City as a whole and the people that uh, used to walk the streets there? Well, <clears throat> Stephanie, thank you. I think, of course, it's in, <clears throat> it's in the book, um, but basically uh, Nashville still, uh, to tell you the story, uh, basically, to elaborate a little bit, Nashville's still a really great place. It's a really great city, but this, but but it has changed dramatically. And part of the story, an underlying theme of this book, is not only the the the, the disappearance of these great older artists, for the most case, in the most cases, but also the change in the city. And I wanted to illustrate that I, I did uh, prefer the city where you could see the capital, state capital, from just about any place. Uh, I, I, like, I liked it. I, I liked Music Row before it became what I refer to now as the uh, as sort of a honky tonk Disney World. It's a wonderful place for tourists and visiting business people to go. And I recommend people go down there. But it's not it's not what it was. Just like the music. Uh, and I have friends, current musicians. I, I and I do try to follow some of them. But the, the, the music is not the same. As these people who created these are 
This this book is about the folks who actually created uh, Music City. Now, I don't have, I didn't know Hank Williams, so he's not in there ex except by reference. But I did know uh, the you know Earl Scruggs and Mac Wiseman, who played with, with, with flat top guitar player with Flat and Scruggs, and helped form the Country Music Association. I mean, all these people, Cash, I knew. Chris Christopherson remains a great friend, and he was the guy who changed the vocabulary of country music. There had never been anything except but him, and anything like him before he came. Bobby Bear, who was my first acquaintance in Nashville, and there's a long story about that early in the book, about how I met Bear in the summer of 1972. But uh, he remains somebody I call at least once a week. The same format formula as I used to call all 30 people now there, there aren't there aren't so many but the, i still i still call these people to make sure that i call bear just because he's a great friend he 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 and i consider ourselves the best of friends and chris also i mostly communicate with his wife lisa but we're still very close so i don't know if that answered your question though it does <laughs> I love that. And I just love, thank you that you shared all of this. And I hope people will go out and find your book. Tim Gianni, The Pilgrims, Pickers, and Honky Tonk Heroes, now out in bookstores. Am I correct in saying that? Yes, it's in bookstores in Nashville. Uh, I'm, and it was when I was up speaking in Clarksville. It was in the, it's in the Books a Million up there. There's probably other stores. Uh, it, it's, it's in some bookstores around the country. And, it, it, and I'm trying to, I'm hoping it gets into more places, but it's also available on just, you can look online in any online retailer, not just Amazon, but there, if, if you don't do Amazon, there are several others. Uh, in Nashville, uh, all, all Parnassus and Country Music Hall of Fame has their museum store, Grimey's, the great record, used record store in, in East Nashville, they've got it. And, 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 and a lot of, and, Barnes and Noble and, and all those folks do have it. And, and I hope that you, that the people check out their local store bookstores to see if they have it. And if they don't have it, tell them to order it and keep some in stock. But otherwise it's, it's available online. Uh, Tim Guiani, thank you so much. An honor and a privilege just to talk with you today. I appreciate you and appreciate you capturing all of the stories that you did. Tim Guiani, again, author, storyteller. You can find his book in bookstores, Pilgrims, Pickers, and Honky Tonk Heroes. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Stephanie, very, very much. Have a great day. You too. Stick right here with us on Mornings on Main Street. We have so much more coming up right after this. At Implant and General Dentistry, we're proud to offer dental care you can trust. Our team, led by Dr. Andrew Flips, is dedicated to serving our community with the highest quality of care. We offer comprehensive dental exams, cleanings, whitening, and more. With our compassionate and experienced team, you'll be able to smile with confidence. Come experience the difference for yourself. Call us today to schedule an appointment or visit our website to learn more. At Chapels, we pride ourselves on offering a wide variety of the freshest fruits and vegetables, handpicked just for you. We have a wide selection of the freshest, highest quality meats that will leave your taste buds craving more. Our friendly staff is always ready to lend a helping hand. We believe in treating every customer like family because at Chapels, your family is our family. We've been locally owned and operated for over 60 years. You can visit any of our Chapels locations 
in Dixon, White Bluff, McEwen, and Centerville. Welcome back to Mornings on Main Street. And it's time for one of my favorites. It's our Let's Eat segment with reporter and food columnist, Catherine Mayhew. She takes us to a spot where you can find some delicious noodles, hot pot, bubble tea, and more. I'm talking Chang Hong Hot Pot. Catherine, always great to see you. Good to see you too. Thank you. So how great is this location? I'm a fan of everything I see on their menu. You know, it is an oddest place to me. It's in a strip shopping center in Franklin, and it is an absolutely authentic Chinese hot pot restaurant with, with other things on the menu, but hot pot is really their focus. What, I guess, what makes it authentic or such in a place with authenticity? Um, so to me, first of all, hot pot is not, there's not very many places who, that do it in the whole Nashville area. And the idea is, there is a broth, and you pick the broth you want, anything from completely not spicy, like a mushroom broth, all the way up to nuclear. And then you pick the ingredients that go in it. And at Chang Hong, there's two ways to have it. One is to let them pick the ingredients, and it comes to you, the hot pot is boiling, and all the ingredients are, are before you. And if you can identify five out of the 20, um, you're doing good. Oh, to me, that ends up being authentic. <laughs> okay, and you—I mean, you go to so many different restaurants. We've had hot pot places before. Where does this rank among, I guess, the ones that you've visited already? I like it the best, actually, because the other option is you pick your broth, mm -hmm. and then you go to a sort of a buffet, and you pick your own ingredients out of tons of things, and everything's labeled. So. Um, and some of them, again, are completely identifiable. You know what a scallop is. You know you know what a shrimp is. <coughs> Excuse me. You know what an oyster is. And some of them have things that I have never had before. I didn't know exactly what a fish ball was. Um, I couldn't probably tell you what lotus root is supposed to taste like. and Or tofu skin. You know, things like that. So it's fun. You can take a lot of what you like and maybe a few things that you're not sure about. And at the very end, you pick your noodle, and it could be anything from wide rice noodles um, to something really familiar like ramen. Who doesn't know what ramen are, right? Right, Anybody right. Studied, you know, at 4 a.m. in college knows what ramen is. <laughs> True. Um, and, and then um, you try to eat it with chopsticks, and you're not successful, and they will give you a fork. Um, nobody in there speaks English. Um, which is, again, to me, a real attraction. Mm -hmm. You look around you when you eat, and, you know, everybody doesn't look like you. That's an attraction. Yeah. And it's, it's just absolutely delicious. It's, you can, like, eat an entire giant bowl of hot pot and leave not feeling bloated. And, you know, in this time of year, that to me is probably one of the best dishes out there because as the temperatures are cooling off and you have that hot pot, it's good, just, you know, something to warm your insides. How long have they been there at that location in Franklin? They've only been there for maybe six months. Oh, okay. So relatively new. How have they done the past six months since being there? They've done really well. Um, I, I actually ask that when I go to a place that's new or relatively new mm -hmm. and something that's relatively um, exotic, 
for the area. I mean, people find a way to some place like this. Uh, people who are used to hot pot, who like to eat it all the time. And they have other things. They have like Dan Dan noodles. They have a terrific, I think they call it a, a stewed pork patty. Which it, it, it is so delicious. It's served on, I, I think, a rice bread. And it is, in and of itself, it is just, you would go there just for that. So they've got some things that you've never heard of before. They have some things that are, you know, familiar for people who just want to dip their toe in. Um, but I love the idea of getting that, I get spicy broth and then getting a lot of things that you're not sure what it is. And the other nice thing about doing the buffet part is if you just want to try one of something and go, okay, I'm not even going to dip a toe in, I'm going to dip a, you know, fingernail in. No. Um, but it, you can taste it. And if you go, not for me, you know, right. you're just, that's just one thing down. And then so I highly, highly recommended. Um, and there's actually a chart. If you sit at the table and you order the, the, the meal that they just bring you with everything on it, they teach you how to put the hot pot together. Okay. Nice. Which I did not know how to do. And I did, I'm not a good instruction follower. So I did not read the instructions. So the very first time I went, what you're supposed to do is basically dump it in all at once. Okay. I didn't get that. So I'm putting, you know, one piece of beef in and waiting for it to cook and pulling it out. And the poor waitress came up and she was trying to tell me, she got out of Google Translate, trying to tell me I was doing it wrong in the nicest possible way. Oh, my. I know. Um, so, I, I mean, I learned from that. So when I went back the second time, I got the buffet. And what you do is when you take the buffet items, you take it to the counter, you tell them the broth you want. They take what you've picked back in the kitchen and they let the professionals do it. <laughs> Got so it. If the first time, I would definitely recommend letting the professionals do it, eat it the way they intend you to have it, and then you can get adventurous after that. <laughs> well, you guys, you've heard it here. You need to dump it all in to that hot boiling water again. But as Catherine said, let just those that know how to do it, do it. Because oh, oh, it's, it's no joke hot. I mean, okay. the... the no joke hot, yeah. <laughs> piping, piping hot. Oh, I cannot wait to try this out. That is Chang Hong Hot Pot. If you would like the address out there, I want to jot this down. It's 1113 Murfreesboro Road in Franklin. Again, go out and enjoy a really good hot pot. Catherine, thank for you. Who are close, just, just real quick, for those of you who are familiar with the area, if you go to Franklin Shop House, that's the shopping center. Okay, so that's the where it's located. Yeah. That's the easy way. Those are girl directions. <laughs> that is the way I do it. Catherine, thank you so much. And then we'll see you next Monday. All right. Take care. You too. Bye. Stick with us here on Mornings on Main Street. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Welcome to Grin Doctors, your trusted pediatric dentistry and orthodontics practice. Achieve healthy, beautiful smiles with our expert care. At Grin Doctors, we are committed to your child's oral health and well-being. Trust Grin Doctors, your pediatric dental home for exceptional care. We go above and beyond to ensure the comfort and satisfaction of our young patients. Grin Doctors Kids Dental and Orthodontics is right down the street in Old Hickory TN. Easy to get to and in your neighborhood. 
You know that feeling you get when your team goes big? You can get that same feeling on Zen Sports. When you sign up for a Zen Sports account, you will receive up to a $1,000 no danger first wager. That's right. When you place your first bet in Zen Sports, you can be reimbursed for the amount of your first bet up to a $1,000 maximum if the bet loses. No other sports book will offer you a premier sports betting experience with 24-7 customer support and faster withdrawals like Zen Sports. Zen Sports, betting just got better. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-889-9789. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 and up and in Tennessee to bet. Welcome to the Omni Nashville Hotel. Urban elegance with a vintage touch. Our 800-room hotel opened up in the fall of 2013 with 746 guest rooms and 54 suites. Thanks for joining us here at Mornings on Main Street. Have a wonderful, restful Monday. We look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow morning.